Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Hello, beloveds. Welcome back to Really Riley. I really hope you guys are having a great week. It's Thursday today. My days are off yet again, but... I'm here with y'all five days a week now, so that's the good part of that, that even though I'm discombobulated with what day of the week it is, I know I'm here with you five times during a seven-day period. Um, I wanted to get into some things today talking about Scandaval again, and as much as I love me some Bravo and it's my main source of entertainment after the kiddos go to bed, I'm a little disgusted with some things happening. Um... It's crazy how the entertainment business can suck out the narcissist in some people like nothing else. And being in the entertainment business for the better part of my adult life, not on some crazy level like these Bravo celebrities are, but just having been around real life celebrities and semi-celebrities and DOS celebrities, like all of the alphabet of celebrities for so many years. It's just, y'all, it's fun to watch, but don't take yourself so seriously. You're really not that big of a deal. Uh, So we've all heard now, if you're watching the Bravo drama or anything about Scandaval, about Scandaval's recent interview with New York Times Magazine. I just, I don't, I don't know how this man could get any more cringeworthy or how it's not to the space where Bravo is putting a muzzle on him or at least saying, eh, maybe we need to rethink him as a principal, as they call him, cast member. Because if you remember on Vanderpump Rules a couple of years ago, and I'm not saying that the reasons that they got canceled were good or excusable, or maybe in many situations... Anywhere near like on the same level as what Scandaval was in terms of, you know, moral compasses. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not judging jury of that. But Stasi and Kristen got very much canceled for a horrible what they called a joke. I don't know if it was a joke or not, but they literally just got rigged through the coals for this. And I'll bring into this why later I'm going, ooh, because it was women 
having this happen to them. Now, granted, they did things to make it happen. I'm not excusing it. But what happened to them was that they literally got let go of their contracts with Bravo. All of their endorsements were gone. Stassi was on like a podcast book tour. All of that went away because of what happened with her. And I don't know if Faith was an actual cast member, but what they did to her was not okay. But the example that Sandoval is setting right now and a couple months ago with Scandoval isn't exactly up to par with what you want to be like a suburb human on TV getting so much attention. Now, I understand this is not CNN. This is Bravo. It's Bravo Leverties. It's a reality TV show. I'm aware of all that. But then we go into this interview with the New York Times Magazine. Now, we just got over all the drama with Nick Vial from, you know, him being a total narcissist when he was being asked about why he was, you know, late to the show and how, like, well, you were late to my show and he fabricated a whole lie about how Nick Vial was late to his show and then his assistant came by and checked with red receipts about how he wasn't, blah, 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 blah. And then he was completely, like, you know, playing victim on the Nick Vial podcast which, by the way, in this most recent episode, how he was going in about how Lala or one of the couple recent episodes, how Lala and Sheena were so wrong for going on podcasts about him when, OK, you're literally dusting up this stuff with Ariana on other podcasts. But I digress. So now he's got this new viral sit down interview with The New York Times magazine. <sighs> and if you haven't seen this yet, this fool compared to Scandival to the O.J. Simpson trial and George Floyd. Oh my God. Like, I just cannot. Like, what? O.J. Simpson and George Floyd. Like, I I just, I, I don't even know what to say because it's like when you watch these episodes now, it's just, he's so unapologetic and his whole thing is like, oh, well, I can, you know, it's five months ago, they should just get over it, and blah, 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 blah. But what... Okay. You should still be apologetic about it, dude. Like, it's still always going to be wrong. And the fact that you haven't, like, taken responsibility for it, and you've been out here in your little shows with, you know, Tom Sandoval and the most idiots or whatever, whatever, you're still singing about her on stage you're still talking about your buddy Schwartz losing his house so it's just I know that could be a stage act but you're really just not proving to anyone that they're wrong when they say you're a damn narcissist but the quote was I witnessed the OJ Simpson Simpson thing and the George Floyd and all these big things to which is really weird to compare Scandival to that I think but do you think in a weird way it's a little bit the same uh, at least he have an 8 million likes in there, which is usually what he does. I just can't. Ugh. So in that New York Times article, it says he has a new publicity team. And there's this one specific person named Riley. <laughs> she has a background in crisis PR, which is so crazy to say crisis PR with this. Like crisis. No one's dying. You know, like no one's going to jail. I just crisis. Okay, whatever. I get it. You know, it's like, oh, God, the whole world's falling apart. Bravo, Liberty said the wrong thing. Um, but she's 23. And apparently, God, this is this is so telling. She has watched Vanderpump, Vanderpump Rules since she was in middle school. Like, girl, what you were doing watching that in middle school? First of all, where, where's your mother? But it's like the people that he has around him are yes people. 
she's a fan in a sense. That's what I'm kind of taking from this because you can't actually have a crisis publicist that'll tell you not to do that or not book you for things because they know you're going to run your mouth in the wrong way. Oh no, not Scandaval. Just ugh. So when Scandaval made the comparison, I'm calling him Scandaval. When Tom Sandoval made the comparison that Scandaval was as big as the OJ trial and George Floyd, there was a direct quote from somebody in that article that said, I looked over at Riley and she was typing furiously on her phone, furiously on her phone. And she said, sometimes he says too much. And the following day he forgets what he says. Oh my God. Like protecting the narcissist and I'm like, you know, the narcissists are never wrong. It's always your reaction to their action. That's the wrong thing. But somebody on that team or somebody from Bravo must have threatened him with an inch of his uh, fame or something and issued and said, you know, Sandoval's now issued an apology via social media saying my intentions behind the comments I made in the New York Times magazine interview were to explain the level of national media attention my affair received. The comparison was inappropriate and ignorant and I'm incredibly sorry and embarrassed. Boy, no, you're not. No, you're not. Like, I just, I don't know. I guess I've had my own experiences with narcissists and I'm not trying to, you know, project my own experiences. But if I'm giving my opinion on here, this pod, this here podcast of mine, like, no, you're not sorry. You're sorry that somebody said something wrong with it. Like you really in your head think you're that big. And those are not the comparisons you want to make. Oh God. You don't want to have yourself be the same thing that's as big as such George Floyd and OJ Simpson trial. Like that's what you want to compare yourself to in any way, shape or form. What? So now it's come out via Stassi Schroeder on her podcast, Straight Up with Stassi, that she says she can remember so many times where she literally like cried and bawled to producers about them covering up for poorly behaved men on the show. She said she got less screen time and was willing to get less screen time because she couldn't even be around these men after knowing the things that they had done. So she says the reasoning why she didn't expose it then is because, you know, she was tougher than this. She can heal on her own. She said she didn't want to screw it up for everyone because it's not just the cast members. It's like if this thing blows up, there's a lot of production that loves this it's their job so it's blowing it up for way more people involved that was worth it for her than to get less screen time or to blow it up for Sandoval and if you remember for a little while she like left the show for like a year when she was with that one guy Peter or whatever I wonder if this has something to do with it you know because then she came back when that all broke up or whatever but I just I'm curious because she never got along with Sandoval like she always was at lock and horns with him so in talking about this, you know, whole thing that she cried to producers and that men always got away with stuff, she brought up when Rachel was saying in that scene from last season of Vanderpump Rules, like there was a scene that she said, why did you film me without my knowledge? And, you know, Rachel was talking about it and her Rachel goes rogue or whatever. And they're talking about the sexual FaceTime or whatever that Ariana found. And this is how everything blew up. And she found out about the cheating. <sighs> He said, because I wanted, ugh, I wanted you to see how beautiful you are. Oh, like barf. Ew. I just added an extra syllable on that barf because it's that gross. So after the scene, apparently he 
according to Rachel, he got so mad and said, why did you say that to me on camera? You're going to make me look bad. And then after that, he goes and has a little Tom Sandoval hissy fit with production and threatens them and says, if you don't take that out, I'm never going to film anymore. I'm out of the show. And they did. So I'm just like, he's used to all of these yes people around him. Now he's got a publicist that was a fan. Now, I understand it would be, you know, smart, maybe in some situations for a publicist to have watched the show most of her life or whatever so that they know all about it. Okay, that might be smart. But if she's a fan and she's saying things like, oh, sometimes he just, you know, says things and doesn't remember him the next day. Supposedly he's still sober, right? Because he was sober i mean i think in one of the podcasts he did on his show he was saying he was so like california sober as they say which is so dumb that it's like you still smoke weed but you don't do anything else um there's but in terms of his behavior there was one thing in the latest few episodes of vanderpump rules that really irked me and i thought about not bringing this up because mental health is really a serious thing Especially when you're talking about people and and suicide or anything of that sort. That's never something to take lightly, ever. But in these episodes, he's talking to Lisa Vanderpump and talking about how, you know, because she was starting like to kind of pressure him about, you know, his behavior and how he needs to be contrite and, you know, whatever. He's like, this is my life. And he was saying that there were some very, very dark days that he considered like kind of not being around. And Lisa, her brother, died because he committed suicide. So obviously she is hypersensitive to this. And for me, it's sort of like, you never know what people are truly thinking on the inside. I do understand that. But there are people in this world that will use mental health in that way as an excuse for their horrible actions, as an excuse to gaslight people into not holding them accountable. My spidey senses went off when I saw that scene and I could be very, very, very wrong. And I think Lisa was very right for paying attention to it and telling him like, hey, if you ever think that again, you call me. But then she even said like, I was surprised you didn't call me because in the beginning of all of this, I told you, if you ever think that way, you promised me you would call me. And then you said, speaking of Sandoval, you know, that's not me. I would never do that. I kind of believe him that he wouldn't do that. So was he using that as something to get pity? Like if that is the truth, and I'm not necessarily saying it 100% is because I don't know what's going on in his brain, but if that is true and that would be my perception on the you know other side of the screen, ew. Like there's a whole, like it's like the, the scene, I can't wait to see that scene where, you know, Lala's like, you are terrifying because Ariana, who was with him for nine years, she was like, I'm sorry. It's annoying that he acts this way. It's annoying that he's saying this. He might have these thoughts and feelings. She's not buying it. And she slept next to the man for nine years. She pretty much knows, she knows him pretty damn well, you know? And it's not like he's been slowing down. And that doesn't mean that just because someone is living their life 
normally or someone is, you know, acting as if they're okay, that they're not okay. I'm not saying that. Sandoval, I don't know. I really do hope if that was the case that he was feeling these things, that he would go get help. You know, because in this scene, he's like going to the ice bath or whatever with Billy Lee and she's just finagling her way back on that TV screen. Ugh! And this scene where he's like in the ice bath and he's sitting there and she's like, oh, how is it? A scale of one to ten. And he's like suffering from this cold ass water. And then he turns around and puts his head in. And she's just looking at him like a little puppy dog about to drool like, oh, my God, you're so amazing. Ew. A hundred percent. They had they have hooked up along the line because that was another person that somebody had said that he probably hooked up with. I just can't like I know that it's good TV but if this keeps going that Sandoval just keeps getting away with this knowing what's coming out now like this this Vanderpump Rules might need a reboot ready to redo because remember a couple years ago when they tried to do this reboot with those with a new crowd and most of them didn't last and now all of them haven't last because they didn't bring them back it's like and then We've got the Jax Taylor new show. I forgot what it's called, but like with, you know, Kristen Doughty and then, you know, his wife and a couple of their neighbors or whatever. I'm excited to see that one kind of just because I like have watched that show too for as many years as it's been around. And I'm excited to see like how the dynamic is with Jax and Brittany, especially since there's rumors that they don't live together, which I don't know how much I think that's true, but Bravo needs to get a hold of Sandoval. Because it doesn't feel like he has learned his lesson one little bit. It doesn't feel like he is remorseful for ruining his business partner's relationships with, you know, their clientele. And, you know, because he wasn't even allowed to come to the restaurant for a while. And now that Schwartz is back in his corner, even though Schwartz might be kind of standing up for him a little bit, he's got just yes people still around him. And that is the death of anything that has, like, if somebody's maybe a a borderline narcissist and they have hope of being a good person, if they have yes people around them, no, they don't have to be a good person. They don't have to be held accountable. And I just, I mean, I'll tell you, like the more time goes on, I'm not excusing Rachel Raquel for what she did, but I'm glad that she stepped away. I just, I don't know. And Sheena trying to befriend him again, like girl, she's another one that bugs me. Uh, I just think that she plays both sides of the fiddle and will do whatever she can to stay in the spotlight. Like her, like her relationship with Ariana, that's been her ride or die for forever. But now that she sees the spotlight pulling away from her, she needs to figure out something to get her back into the spotlight. And I don't know, like she's like, was telling Lisa Vanderpump, like, oh, I miss him as a friend and da, 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 da. And it's like, but is it worth betraying Ariana? No, ma'am. It's not. It is not. So, yeah. Ugh. I just I love Vanderpump Rules and I hope it doesn't continue this way after this season because I don't know if I'll be able to watch it after that you know and that's saying a lot because that's my show we have waited like six months for this and I just ugh. Sandoval somebody needs to sit him down somebody needs to literally like, you know how Andy Cohen on the season finale of um, Southern Charm basically told Shep like maybe this will go away in terms of his fame and like his job with the show, if you don't get it together, because apparently like, you know, he went crazy at BravoCon and was drunk and being nuts and, Bravo, and you know, Andy witnessed it and was like, yeah, no, no, sir. 
Sandoval needs that talking to. He needs to have a sit down with Andy Cohen, like a serious one. And he can like his way out of it. No, like I just, uh, 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 uh. I just don't see Sandoval having a job on this show for more than like another couple of contracts, maybe one or two. And then he's going to be some washed up has been. I just, I really hope he gets some sort of help because if that was true about what he was saying about those dark thoughts, if in his mind, God forbid he ever lost that fame. And I take this one very seriously in that man's mind. That would be very catastrophic. That would be incredibly devastating in his mind. And who knows, given his thought process thus far, what would happen? God forbid. Right. But I mean, I just, here's hoping he gets the help he needs now because I'm not, I don't know. I'm an empath and everything, but given somebody that's like been around narcissists all the time, like they don't care how much you care for them. They don't care how much love you give them. It's not about that. It's about control and about always being, you know, the big man in charge and always being admired no matter how shitty you are. You can't really love them out of that. So, yeah. And if you guys are liking these Vanderpump Rules updates, because I've heard that you are, I'm going to be doing more of them. I am working on a little something that's going to involve you guys in a sense of what you want to hear and also what you want to chat about to be determined, my loves. Um, but I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And if you want to hit me up, really rally podcast at gmail.com at Riley Couture on Instagram at really rally podcast on Instagram at house of W by Riley on Instagram. And all of those are also on the TikToks. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll chat with you tomorrow. It's really Riley. <laughs>